Have a cup of tea. 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 Hi. That was smooth. It was. Hello. It was always like one person doing it. Wasn't it just one weird amalgam of sugary brew? Sh- sugary brew now is a single being. Wow, we've mind melded. We're connected wee, wee. physically by these microphones. By Hello and welcome, welcome to Sugary Brew. Sugary Brew. It does surprise me every week. I know, that's what I love about it. Hello and welcome to Sugary welcome. Brew, a podcast about... About... Me, James, Brewery Brew, and you, you, me, Danny, Sugary Sugar, in which we discuss a different tea every week. We rate it and and recommend it or don't recommend it. Unrecommend it. Unrecommend it. Sometimes, weeks later, unrecommend it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So you have to keep listening to find out whether one we love becomes one we Dislove. Dislove. Unlove. Um, speaking of which, I'd like on the record to say that I believe that no tea can cure COVID. And I think that Has is... someone said that it That can? is the Sugary Brew's official stance on okay. the subject. Well, in a few weeks, we may change our mind. Yeah. No, we won't. We might. I won't. You think you can cure, cure COVID with I tea? I don't think... I don't make tea. I don't know. But if a tea came along... We'd try it, wouldn't we? Yeah, you'd want it to be like properly, rigorously, scientifically tested, though, wouldn't yeah. you? Uh, so how was your week? My week was jolly good. Um, yeah, it's I, it's been a um, strange week. We are. It's currently like late January twenty twenty two. It's gone quick, isn't it? We rec- yeah, as um, but in New Zealand, which we literally are. We are on the verge, on the cusp of Omicron being in the community. Mm. New Zealand has been mercifully free of COVID for two years or so, watching the rest of the world go through it all. Now, we've been through lockdowns and privations and things, but nothing like the rest of the world. And, and it's here. It's here in my hometown. I got pinged oh, yes. last week. Yeah, so, that, so the I mean, reality that was probably the most interesting part of both our weeks. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Um, the reality that any English, American, Canadian—I could just list countries—listeners have been living, we are about to live, and I can—I can't remember a time in my life when there's been kind of a state of simmering tension and. Uncertainty. Uncertainty. But but crossing over into kind of Worry. societal and political oh. well, yeah. terms, um, I think the only time I remember it being similar was poll tax in the UK. Is that where those strippers were like, <laughs> asked to... Hey, just to um, give context to this story, on, like, basically there was a, a, a case of nine people in a close-by town where James likes to go and do his shopping, and his COVID tracer app pinged. It would be stupid for me to go shopping in any other town, to be fair. No, well, true, but I mean, you know. Which is neither here nor there. So James did his normal weekly shop with his mask on and all that stuff on a Tuesday. 
Then Thursday last week, we got together and did the recording. Then Friday, we went... Uh, well, no, in fact, it was... Was it Wednesday? I think it may have been Wednesday. Thursday, <laughs> Friday, we actually... Uh, Listener, hang on. I, and no, you now know important. how the week works. This is important. So we went and... Uh, Anna's taking part in a local yeah. art yeah. exhibition. So we went... And that's with a lot of more elderly members of our community... We went and did that. We um, set up the gallery. Um, no one really was wearing masks in there. Yeah. The opening was on Saturday. Oh, on Friday evening. And was an overwhelmingly geriatric audience, right? Well, at that point, they were checking vaccine passes and and mostly wearing masks. Although yeah. you know, like taking them half off sometimes. In but anyway, then Saturday morning, you did the market. Yeah. Saturday afternoon, we went and had lunch with our friends Steve and Di. Steve, who is the milkman of human kindness, he will leave an extra pint. I don't know what that means. Well, he used to be in a band called Human Kindness. It's a Billy Bragg song. Oh, okay. I love you. I'm the milkman of human kindness. I will leave an extra pint. Okay. That was uncannily cool. accurate. That was pretty good. I, I might have to listen to the original now. You just anyway, did. so it was when we were at lunch that we got the ping from James saying, ping! I've been pinged. <laughs> and we were like, suddenly it all came, it, it, everything became very real. Like it there was, there was nothing was so really funny. on the South Island. I totally freaked out. So it was, it was right at the end of the day at the market. Mm. And God, we're... we're putting this out to the world who have had proper COVID stories. And well, this, this is, is how it starts. So I, I, I got pinged uh, whilst... Pinging up at the market. Yeah. And I Which suddenly, is the worst time suddenly to be pinged, had really. To, there's no ideal time to be pinged. No, but especially when you've just finished doing a public market. So I then had to say to my neighbours, look, guys, I've, I've been pinged. You might want to, you know... Stay away. Stay away and keep that mask on. You know, we, we, we try to observe social distancing, but because it's been like the phony war for mm. two years, yeah. we get complacent. Yeah. And two young ladies were buying a crystal, and I had to say to them, I've just been pinged. Did you? <laughs> that crystal might come with COVID. Did you say that? <laughs> Not quite like that. Yeah. But so I did a, I did a, a name. You gave them a discount. <laughs> yeah, just exactly. in case they got yeah. sick. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I mean the thing it was is, really, that... it was really interesting, and it, it, it is really interesting what's what's about to happen to us, and um, you know there is a simmering tension. The, the prime minister was followed by um, people drove her off the road. My mum had someone cough in her face. We've had um, the the alternative markets going on. Um, you know, f- social media is getting really tense and a bit ugly, and I don't remember life being like this since poll tax which was happening at the same time as kind of the ira trouble stuff strip, I think. <laughs> still funny yeah um and it's going to explode here but the, yeah i mean the the moral of my lengthy story is that that is how quickly it spreads yeah. like that no one along that entire chain did anything wrong and it's really important for us to remember that, that, that no one has done anything wrong no 
except for the except for people. the people who coughed in your mum's face. Yes, yeah, and people <laughs> which is assault without and they without should getting be bloody strung up by the you know. Agging's too good for a minute. Lock them up, throw away the key, mate. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's that's what happened. Which also reminded me. It reminded me of the the Credence Clearwater revival song. Bad Moon Rising, which is mm. all about, you know, I hear uh, hurricanes are blowing, uh, storms are coming, as used in American Werewolf, absolutely superb, um, but full of impending doom, right? Which reminded me of a wedding I went to, where that was the first dance that the bride and groom had, was to Credence's Bad Moon Rising. I thought, if that's... <laughs> that's got to be a bad sign, isn't that's it? That's an ominous first isn't dance. Isn't it, though? Yeah. Should we have a cup of tea? Oh, it sounds kind of... Uh, it's jolly. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a jolly. Right yeah, it's quite a but jolly tune. the grim. It's if all, you don't all... listen to them, then it's fine, isn't it? <laughs> your first song at your wedding, are you going to just pass the lyrics? Are you going to give a little passing moment of, of your attention to see whether this is actually about murder? Yeah, probably a or, good idea. you know... Love. Um, so, anyway, COVID is on our doorstep. That is the week's news. I see a bad moon rising. I mm. hear trouble. So, basically, you're, we're basing the yeah. omin- ominosity... Ominosity! ...of that song on that one first line that... You no, know. it is all about... Fill <laughs> dead air. Fill dead air. Um, I went to school with a Phil Dead Air. Phil, was it? What was he heir to? The throne. Phil Dead Air to the throne. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got it yet? Yeah, I'm getting it, man. Ugh. I see a bad moon rising. You don't have I to read trouble it. Like way. I, I see earthquakes and lightning. I see bad times today. Don't go around tonight when it's bound to take your life. There's a bad moon on the rise. Yeah. That's pretty ominous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I look forward to the rest of my life with you, dear. Me too. Put and the on that note, <laughs> we'll be back after this. <laughs> Have a cup of tea. No. Oh, after this. Hell. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome, Jolly. Welcome, Jolly. Welcome, welcome back. back. We've got a slightly different tea section this week. Uh, Janie, who... Uh, Friend of the show. Friend of the show, a wife of the brew. Not technically. Well, as good as. Um, <laughs> offered to make us her normal builder's brew. You've gone really slow. <laughs> it, won't, it won't seem that way because I'll, You'll cut, chop I'll out chop all the you. So Janie is, is a genuine tea connoisseur. She... Um, it's she should actually very fussy about, and when I say fussy, I mean no, I do mean fussy about yeah. uh, how she has her tea. She doesn't allow me to make her tea, um, so for 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 weeks. Any repast you can re. Oh, wait. She'll wait. She's gonna wait. She's gonna save all. She's oh, gonna save it all up. Brewery. Write some notes about all the things you want to respond to. So for weeks, for months, in fact. Since we started this, really. Wanting to make... Oh, what's that? Her cheese shaking the sugar. So this is almost like Mr. Chai, isn't it? It is. We have a Dilma for lovers of tea. 
premium single origin, 100% pure salon tea. Salon for bop. Salon for bop. <laughs> Finely balanced richness, flavour, strength and aroma for the perfect cup of tea. It's also an ethical tea, grown and hand-picked and packed at source. Ah. So, um, I don't think there's any great mystery behind how Janie makes a tea. She just takes time and love over it and it steeps for as long as it ought. Whereas, you know, my cups of tea that I make are, you kind of waft the tea bag near the cup of tea and it's done. Yeah, me too. Although in my defence, last time, (laughs) last time you guys were around and I made cups of tea... Janie was aghast at how dark my tea looked when really? I d- when I hadn't stewed it for like four minutes. <laughs> she was like, "How did you get your tea so dark?" I seem to remember. And how did you get your tea so dark? Just by squeezing the bag. Danny does but like to squeeze the bag. Don't pat the bag. <laughs> Janie prefers not to squeeze the bag and leave things to their natural process. Let's let's let her speak for herself. Hello, Janie. Hi, listeners. How's it going? Um, really good, thank you. Thanks good. for having me on. All right. Always. <laughs> so we've got about fifteen minutes while the tea brews itself over there. Actually, four, three and a half now. So the thing about yeah, Janie is she does make quick. an awfully good cup of tea or coffee, but you flip in after wait for it. Because yeah. I'll usually forget and I'll get distracted and I'll have yeah. the washing out and then James always will be a bench like, to clean. My cup of tea? Ah, that's why I, she ends up liking it especially dark. And I, I never say, oh, I wear me a cup of tea. Occasionally I do brew it too long, don't I? I I've, I've liked every yeah. hot you? beverage you've ever made oh, me. Oh, you're lovely. How sweet. Can I just um, say, I wouldn't describe myself as a connoisseur. Like James said, I just take my time. And don't rush it. And, are you or are you minutes. not? Are you or are you not particular about? I'm particular, your tea? yes. And I won't bother having a cup of tea if it's not good. It's, it's just not it's worth it. Sub- suboptimally it. Yeah, brewed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. One could almost say that you're, you know, a, snob, yeah. a connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't drink like loose leaf tea or anything. I'm not. Right. Okay. I would like okay, to try okay, okay. that. She's not a snob. She's a connoisseur. <laughs> 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 uh, I just like a good cuppa, really. I'm going to look up the meaning of the word connoisseur if I can figure out how to spell it. It's got loads of ends. Con. It's got two ends. <laughs> Has it got two yeah. ends? Two ends to it. Two ends to s's. Connoisseur. An expert judge in matters of taste. There you go. No. What's my taste? Yeah, so she's an expert in her own personal preferences. Taste the tea. So you're a connoisseur of the brewing of a tea bag made tea. Am I actually? Tea. Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think that um, all connoisseurs are can can only possibly can only possibly sir. They can only possibly base their superior judgment on their own personal preference surely oh no so now now we're getting into the territory kind of of, word in a of you know scientists know something because of rigorous testing and peer yeah, testing but and, tasting and, something isn't science yeah, man but, but a, a lifetime of experience if we're going to take this beyond Janie 
into like a connoisseur of a subject. We're talking about someone who 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 is steeped in it, who's studied, who lives that subject, right? It's not. Yeah, but when when it's, it's a subjective subject, there's only so much experience. I mean, objective. experience will never subjective no, yeah. change. I think when you're talking about movies, that's. That that can be more. I I I think that can you can be more of a con- connoisseur of movies than you can on a subjective sensory. Um, no, because you taste. No, how you, can you? How can, you I mean, obviously, uh, we can't you, describe ta- like some people can describe taste. In, absolutely. So so people have a wide experience of tea. If we continue doing this podcast for. 250 episodes we'll have drunk 250 varieties of tea I think the difference between a connoisseur and and not a connoisseur <laughs> fucking hell this, or, or this a critic of the I guess I don't know not a cri- well, the thing is that what you're talking about is you're talking about a connoisseur a connoisseur of tea connoisseur a connoisseur is that a connoisseur um a connoisseur of tea is someone who is steeped in trying loads of teas and so then you you have uh uh-uh, you have uh uh-uh, you have um you have a lifetime of experience of things to judge against each other, right? Yeah. And that's where your viewpoint comes. Whereas like I think um Janie just knows what she likes. And how she likes it, and so, she is so the absolute arguing. authority. So you're not arguing that one cannot be a connoisseur of tea. What you are arguing is that Janie specifically isn't a connoisseur of well, tea. Well, she doesn't claim to be, and you do. I'm just backing her up. <laughs> she ain't a connoisseur. She just likes her cup of tea. She just knows how she likes it. Exactly. Um, how far off is fucking tea? <laughs> Well, we've been chatting for about eight, eight minutes now, waiting for this tea to be brewed. I don't know if the washing's been done at, <laughs> since, yeah. or the uh, hanging. She's done a quick painting. Yep. She's all knitted a jumper. It's coming. Look, it's going to oh, be. Oh. Uh, we haven't read. Where's the box gone? We haven't I only actually... got. You've read the box. I, I didn't read the most. Oh, don't read parts. the fine print. It's really dark, and the t- don't text read is really the fine small. Print. I don't think I can. It's got it's got a picture of a nice Indian man. Oh, hello! Oh, fuck! Ingredients: pure salon tea, no additives, all natural. Like me? What's that? Yeah. So you're gonna have to do some editing for this section. Yeah, I reckon. Uh, New look, same garden, fresh taste. (laughs) Like our podcast. Oh, we still need to take that photo. Oh, we absolutely but do. But we should both be using the sugary brew mug for that. Is now the time to tell you about the sugary brew mug? You never told me. Is that why you've not been using it? Did you break it? The handle broke, like, in week two. What? I can't believe you've not told me until now. Because it broke my heart. I don't mind. And you've been brewing, brew's been stewing on this broken mug for all yeah. this time. I could have got you another one by now. They only I'm cost gonna... like 10 bucks or 15 bucks. I'd love one. Well, I'll order you one then. Why don't you just like not sheepishly... Because it made like, me really not sad. To... That doesn't well, I don't want you to just... be sad. Look, you can always be honest with me, even what if you you're sad. What you think whistle down the wind? We're not getting, we're not doing that yet. Oh, the teaser come in. 
I see the teas are coming. That one's got slime up, so that is yours. I see the teas, the teas are coming. Bring tea for the brewer man. I feel like you smell a good brew. Oh. Come here, baby. Tell us what just happened. No, not that bit. It's harder for me to detect if yours is good or not because it doesn't have the sugar in. Ah. So you can detect a good brew by smelling the sugar. Yeah. The mingling of the two. Ah, the mingling. So if you smell him, you can see if I'm good or not. Ah. That's right. Was that mine or was that James's? That's yours. Um, so what, you're drinking my tea, man. The green is yours, Danny. Okay. Um, Neither of them are green. <laughs> this is... I mean, she's not a connoisseur of colours. She's a connoisseur of tea. <laughs> <laughs> if you're telling me that that is not green... That is green. It's, it's, I would, I would it's say... It's kind of aquamarine, isn't it? I'd say it's the blue cup. That's perfect for me. I don't really like talking that much. So. Cool. But you did have something to share with us. I do. Do we not want to discuss the tea first? Okay. I don't know if it's tea related. Okay. All right, hang on. I'm going to check whether it's too hot to drink. I think I don't, I don't know if I made a good brew tonight. Oh, fucking hell. Oh. That was a close-up. Wasn't it? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Janie looked... The connoisseur See, looks it's, disappointed. it's just it, a really nice cup of tea. It's a lovely cup of tea. It's great. If I want a cup of tea, I want a cup of tea to be like this. I wonder though whether a more vigorous squeeze and a a shorter period of time would yield similar results. He's totally. I think. I think, Denny, they may just do that as you proved to me when you made me a cup of tea recently. But it's you know it's more than. It was a really good cup that you made. Oh, thank you. But it's more than just a process, isn't it? You know, it's like a you have a ritual. I do. It is, I think a lot of my enjoyment I get from having a hot beverage is the ritual of making it. Like, mm. I really love the process of making a like, coffee. Like and... the tea ceremony, right? It's a... Yeah. But also, the more you prolong that, the more you prolong it, <laughs> I suppose. Your enjoyment and your so, your alone time. And, and, and Leave me alone. I'm going to make myself a coffee or a tea and I don't want any family nonsense. I just want to do this for 10 minutes. Leave me the nonsense. F alone. It barely happens, but... but and just like but that's I why put, it's so sacred. Exactly. And like, for me, putting the coasters that I just placed down there and getting my favourite mugs out or a teacup, you know, a China teacup are these, sometimes. If, are these green mugs these your favourite? These are my favourite, currently, yeah. I that's really what, like the, That's the, why me and Janie got the favourite ones. Yeah. And yeah, James know. got no, the I, I, James got I, the blue ones. These ones also are the favourite. They're the same uh, style. And they've got a really nice like rim. A lip. Yeah, a nice rim. Mm. It's like in between. It's not too thin and it's not too thick. Just like James. <laughs> is anyone still listening? <laughs> <laughs> so it is a lovely cup of tea. I it's, mean it's it's actually hard to, to um say more about it because it is just like i would want every cup of tea to be made like this i i there's nothing sometimes there's nothing fancy about it it's just a everyday brew i I i've really enjoyed having the different teas and the fancy teas and the you know whatever fan fantasies fantasy fantasies fantasies fancy teas listener i'll be back in five minutes while danny says fantasies over and over again <laughs> with increasing amusement to Fancy himself and only himself. Fan T 
C. Panty C's. Panty <laughs> <laughs> So Janie, yes, what? what did you want? What What did you want to share with us? Right. So I think it was Thursday night last week. Yes, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to cut the preamble. That's right. I can cut the it preamble if it's boring, but it'll be fine. You have to cut all her preamble so all of your preamble <laughs> can get in. <laughs> Absolutely. We have to leave it under 60 minutes. Tamble. Right. Hey. I think I'm not the one doing the preamble anymore. That's a good point. Um, Whoa. So in fact, at... these are the bits that you hate no, when you're listening are. to the podcast. <laughs> like, come on, guys, just get to the point. Talking. Right, go on. By the way, I really loved um, last week's episode and listening to your reflections on Get Back made me, just made it come back to me how much I enjoyed it. Just mostly remembering, being reminded of it and. Yeah, totally agree with lots of what you said, and I just loved it, and I'm looking forward to rewatching with Hang Jamesy. On. Where did you Where do you sit on the fence of like it's a bit too long, yeah. versus like it's just not long enough? I think I'd like to see it again to really make up my mind because at the wow. time, I was I I was going through a really tired patch, and I did struggle to stay like to keep the eyes open and I was like oh this is just I love it but it's just so long but I looked forward to every mm. night just knowing that I was going to sit down and veg out for a few hours of 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 good telly watching and and I was saying like James's mum Dorothy was here with us and we her and I were kind of saying oh yeah maybe they could have been like a few more episodes, but two hours long or an hour and a half or something. But mm. now I actually, I don't know, I'm starting to think so there's something quite special about how it was done. To see whether this eight-hour television event was too long, you want to watch <laughs> yeah. the eight-hour <laughs> yeah, yeah, television. So yeah. you're going to watch it, I enjoyed 16 it that hours of it to yeah, see if eight I'm, hours was that, too much. That, James, is why you love her so much. I've actually got the horn right now. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. on. That was the preamble. Last week, I was out on the veranda at half past ten at night. And I looked up into the sky. And okay, so I do have to do a little bit of preamble because I was really, really tired. And I'd just been nodding off in bed and like doing the head bobbing thing. And like then, okay, decided, right, I must turn the light out. But then I thought, oh, I better go. I just remembered as I was drifting off, oh, the car seats out on the veranda I better go and move it just in case it rains again so I go out onto the veranda get the car seat shifted and I just have I just notice well it's such a clear night probably it's not going to rain but anyway I've done this I feel good now <laughs> this is truly from this the Danny school of stories <laughs> I look up into the beautiful sky and there are so many stars out and they're just so beautiful and I'm really tired and I'm just enjoying it for a moment it's so peaceful and quiet I can hear a few crickets chirping still and then I see in the sky this chain of stars that are moving it's Starlink you know about it no yeah, it's, it's I... Starlink and they only come out at day no no oh. no no. I think I did this 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 thing that Starlink. this fella um Starlink yeah I see what you're saying oh gosh I'm gonna remember his name don't tell me his name because I know I'm told Elon Musk yeah this chap that has well this done. as if no one's ever heard of me no I mean you know she's pleased with herself I hadn't is that Zoe Yes, it is. Okay, pause this. I'm never going to get to All right, well, we, we, I'm sure we can feel dead air at this point. 
I'd quite oh, like Oh, I'm to on be... tenterhooks. I know, right? Where is this going? I'd quite like to be in the position of never having heard of Elon Musk. Okay. Wow. Sorry, darling. Don't talk are about Elon seeing... Musk that way. <laughs> are you seeing more and more Teslas around? I have been seeing. Oh, you know what? Funny Tesla story. So when we went to the lake. Tesla a story. I'll, te- I'll Tesla a story. Um, that really doesn't work, does it? We, we went for a walk with. Um, sorry, can I interrupt you? I apologise about the amount of editing you've got to do for tonight's podcast. I'm not going to bother. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. listen. So I went to, uh, we went to the lakes to walk around the lakes to get to Whiskey Falls, which is fantastic, like around Nelson Lakes, really beautiful, like massive, like biggest waterfall I've seen in real life, like really tall, very worth the walk. Anyway, as we were coming back and there's like a, a, a gravelly kind of, uh, you know, to get up to the car park, it's yeah. like a gravel road that's got a bit of a, you know, incline. Up there, there was a Tesla that was dragging itself along the gravel because something went wrong with the software and it was trying to self-level and it was putting part was of its car. there a in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, it wasn't self-driving, but right. then there was, there was one guy out of the car and one guy in the car and, the, and it was, they were just like... Trying to figure out why this car wouldn't drive like a normal car because for some reason it detected something and decided to try and self-level itself or something. And so it was just dragging on the gravel like this really expensive piece of like machinery was dragging itself on the on the gravel. And there was a man walking beside it going, and then there was a guy inside driving it going, Whoa. Did you say get a proper car, mate? No. I done. didn't. I just kind of thought, oh, is that Tesla? They're shit. Yeah, well, clearly. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I didn't think... I were, walked I near one. When I say near, I mean a foot, you know... A foot's uh, pretty near. A two foot away, right? Right. It was in a car park. I was on the pavement. It was parked. So you're close to cars. And as I walked past it, it flashed its lights at me. And I thought, oh, yeah, arrogant car. <laughs> And then I realised I was having thoughts about a car. Yeah. But well, I did. Yeah, fair it, enough. I, I didn't enjoy it. You remembered... So just I'm, before you left, you remembered the, the name of Elon Musk. Yes, I did. That's right. And so, yeah, I probably am the only person in the world that doesn't know about Elon Musk and Starlink. And so if you can imagine that, someone not realising that there's this gazillionaire in the world that's sending these things up into the... Space. James also, while you were out, admitted that at the time he didn't know what it was oh, either. Oh, no, good. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I was there, really tired, a bit blurry-eyed, thinking, looking up at the sky, and there were 16, I counted 16 of these satellites following, like, perfectly spaced between, and they were just, like, streaming, yeah. gliding across the sky. Wow. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in the night sky. And, I, yeah, I had no idea what it was. And, you know, that, there was a brief moment when I was like, wow, what am I seeing? Is this something out of extra. space, extraterrestrial? Ex- extra. Yeah. But then I've, I've just realised I'm actually not. I just I don't, guess it don't is go really. Isn't it? Literally. And yeah. for that kind of stuff, who knows? I don't really care too much. 
but but I mean I, see, I was like I was, so, I was so tired I was like am I is it a dream yeah, am I, yeah. is this real is, what am I seeing right now am I in my mind mm. and then I was like I just hit I was like no I'm just well, yeah. all these checks I was like no no I really Have I am here. this tea too long at, yeah, yeah. I don't know. what is who's it, the tea? prime minister what was year it the is hemp it? tea yeah. I had it must, it must be pretty strange to see, like, a string of stars. Yeah, perfectly all, spaced. Yeah, I mean, if you knew, that, if you didn't know Starlink existed, yeah. you would... Oh, Which I didn't. If I hadn't... Which I was, we like, didn't. I was quite excited. I was like, I would wow, probably have shat my pants. <laughs> and then they I mean, and you're, disappeared. And you're notoriously like, brave. they disappeared. Yeah. And then the next day, I told James about it, and he couldn't shed any light on it for me. Did you think she just lost her marbles? If you'd never no, heard I, of Starlink, did you? No, I just. I mean, you assumed it was a satellite. They were behaving like satellites, so we just assumed. Yeah, just satellite like behave. They weren't like way way up. They were reasonably close. Not. Super we close, assumed but, you it was, know, a, like it was a thing, distant. right? We thought it would drown. Yeah, yeah, it must. Or, and I thought. I think I thought to myself. Oh, I wonder if it's. Something going to take images of Tonga because it's not it mm, been too mm, long since mm. the um, volcano erupted. And then anyway, the next evening we were having dinner with my parents, and I thought, oh, Dad knows everything. I'll bring it up in front of Dad, <laughs> he does, and he'll yeah. think it's cool. And he and he didn't know, but he did say, oh, I wonder if it's something to do with Elon Musk, and he's uh. he's this gazillionaire who's trying to got plans to build a village on Mars or something. And he thought maybe it was something to do with that. And then I so then I did a little bit of. Googling and found that, yeah, it's people in New Zealand have seen this this year yeah. already. Like every couple of weeks, he sends yeah. these chains of satellites up into the atmosphere. And it, he's got thousands up in the air. Has he? Apparently. Or has plans mm. to. And anyway, though, a couple, a, I read an article that had been written about that time that I saw them. And um, Shane Retty, one of the national MPs, had. Um, emailed Elon Musk requesting that he sends some satellites to help support Tonga, like to redirect some internet over right, there to help right, right, with right. communications. Mm. And so I, I did wonder maybe I was right. Maybe mm. those ones had been redirected to, they were on their way to Tonga. They were kind of heading in that kind of Might general well direction. So, but I don't know. I didn't, I stopped then. I haven't gone back to it. So. All right. Well, Join us next yeah, week on Starlink Watch where we find out whether they were oh, actually... And now, what? And now, but now it's like, it was like um, a drug. Like, now I go out into the night and I like look yeah. into the sky and I'm like, where are they? Yeah. I want to see more because it was such a buzz. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I would have liked to have seen them. You should have um, texted me. What the hell's that in the... St- <laughs> I tell you what, next time you see a UFO... Yeah. <laughs> tell someone. Tell me, at least. So, In fact, you know, our next-door neighbour is all into astro- astronomy and yes, stuff. Right. He's, got sat- he's got, like, cameras for pointing up in the sky and stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and he's got, like, deep space photography equipment. So it, cool. it's a hobby of his, which he and hasn't... That's, co- and, and, and you guys live in, in the country miles from anywhere, so... In this case, it's yeah. not just a euphemism for a telescope to look in the building opposite no. to see if someone. No, 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 it points straight up. Um, we'll be back I, after the... We need to review the tea. That was a really lovely it, cup It was of a tea. fantastic tea. Um, I, I, I think, think it's, it's... On a scale of six to nine... It's a nine. For a run-of-the-mill day-to-day tea where you don't want anything fancy, you just want a nice brew, give it a nine. Thanks, Pi. Cheers. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me.
We'll be back after this. Sorry, what did you say? Enjoy the rest of your podding tonight. We will. We'll be back after this. Podding. Boom. Back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome, John. You have to well, wait till it's actually oh. recording. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, Jolly. Welcome back. So, we had a semi-special event. So, I I had listened to um, the Backlisted podcast, which is a podcast about books, and it's wonderful. Um, I have read, I think, three books out of the entire hundred and whatever they've talked about. Very highbrow, very literary but really, really wonderful. Um, makes not, you feel smart to look at that list. Even, even though you've only read three of them, something I, I, land begins to ride again. Is that rise again? They probably have mentioned it, but I, right. I, I don't. They haven't done an oh. episode about it. Um, but they mentioned during their Christmas episode, they mentioned um, the railway children, right? And in talking about the railway children, mm-hmm. I remembered a film from the same era that I couldn't quite put my finger on, couldn't remember exactly mm-hmm. about, you know, um, all I could remember was that there's a bloke in a shed <laughs> that these kids think are Jesus. Yeah. That's all I can remember. Mm-hmm. So I put it onto Facebook and asked people what this film was. And of course they informed me that it was Whistle Down the Wind. It's all down, down the... the- Wind, um, which is 1961 film starring Hayley Mills, who is Crispian Mills from Cooler Shakers, Mum. Is it? Yeah. And it, um, so in which uh, uh, exactly what I said happened, right? These kids from a really working class northern town in 19, well, it would have been the late 50s, yep. um, stumble upon an unconscious man in their shed mm. when the old the eldest girl f- finds him and, and 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 wakens him first the first thing he says when he sees her is jesus christ not quite like that it's more like jesus, jesus christ. christ like that so then she takes him to be then she says who are you and he says jesus christ so she takes him to be jesus and then her siblings meet him so then it throughout the village, um, all the kids meet this guy who it turns out is a is a runaway um, murderer. Murderer. And it's just so so on, on Facebook, you and I thought it might be worth us watching it and a well, few other people. There seemed to be quite a lot of people who responded to your post yeah. who either knew what it was or like I think they were saying that it was good. Yeah. So yeah, we we so thought we have now watched it. We have. What did you think, Danny? Should we l- listen to what other people thought first? All right, all right. Play Jen. So we got a voicemail. One voicemail. Two voicemails. We, oh, we got two voicemails. First voicemail is from friend of the show, Jen. 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 Don't swear. Guys, Jen here, and my two-sentence review of Whistle Down the Wind. 
a highly realistic portrayal of the nature of children from their endearing innocence and curiosity to their casual cruelty to their peers and gullible nature. An entertaining film with solid acting, a few kittens, some solid laughs and a unique narrative. And yet not a 90 minutes I would recommend to most film goers. (laughs) (laughs) It made it sound really, really effing good until the last (laughs) sentence. Five star review, five star review, five star review, five star review. Don't watch it. Bit shit. (laughs) That that, that That was brilliant. Rug out from under me completely. Me too. I think... um, I don't know why you wouldn't remember... Well, we should say what, so, what, 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 one of what the th- we I think, think. Yeah, well, let's let's mingle what we think and right, what right, they right, think right. all together. I think one of the things I thought was, what the hell is like this throwing ki- like so that the foot the opening scene is some guy being followed by some kids who are yeah. secretly following him as he carries a sack to the to the nearby like quarry that's yeah. like filled with water, chucks the sack in. And then the kids like go and grab the sack, and it turns out it's got kittens in it. It's like that's a thing. Uh, yeah, well, that's what made me really like right from the bat. I was getting quite uncomfortable. I was like, so I, I was just I, getting angry about that being a thing. That I is just fine. I knew that you would be uncomfortable and worried about the cats, mm. and worried about the cats going through the film, right? Mm. Um, and I was relieved that, for me at least. Although I think we can do spoilers for a film. That came yeah, out <laughs> from 1961. I, 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 although one of one the cats cat in the film dies. dies, but it's very clearly not a cat. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> That's so I, I was, but the I was funny very, thing I, is, I, I, I was the little relieved kid... that happened. Um, so I grew up on a council estate in England, not in 1959. I don't know if I want to know this. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no, you probably don't. But in 19, you know, the the mid 80s. Mm. Um, at the time of poll tax and 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 the troubles. Is that a thing with the strippers? <laughs> <I'm> a, <laughs> the thing is that I do, I do remember, and I you know I remember two doors down was a house that regularly, regularly, yeah, regularly. Why do they just fucking have their cat neutered? Because it was nineteen eighty something in a council estate. It cost it cost money to do that, and. It just wasn't what they thought to do. Okay. It, was the, it was the right thing to do I'm then, not sure we as it's the right thing to do now. Continue having this like no, no, angle of a conversation, but but it's 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 relevant because the throwing the cats into the thing is part of. I mean, it's an incredibly working class. It's a working class northern northern English. Piece. Don't blame the Northerns. Yeah, the Northerns. I think like so. The Northerns. What, just taking it back, I think one. of... Like the kids were really quite good actors. I, th- I, I thought felt. It was about, uh, um, the little boy, especially Alan Barnes. Apart from when the cat dies, and he's like, "Oh, why'd you let the cat die, Mister?" And he's like, "That's all sweet." And then he just like lobs it on the floor and runs <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> well, so, again, that's not beyond the realm. No, that's that's true. Um, he's not Jesus Christ. He's just a fella. He's just a fella. <laughs> just. Um, um, I thought he was superb, and I thought yeah, the scene where he's pissed off as his two sisters and he's called, "You're two cows." Yeah, yeah, that was brilliant. just brilliant. I, I loved him. He, there were he, there were moments of so Haley Mills was was a I think she's the daughter of John Mills, the actor, right? Um, uh, she's she's public school 
drama class. Oh, she's one like, of your... She's one, one of my... One, one any, of your privileged I actors. I won't use any big words to describe her, Dan. Um, but the rest, of the, the rest of the kids yeah. were all taken from the local comp, right? She did sound like, a little bit more... Like, like she was dumbing down, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, having said that, she, I think she's superb in it. As um, soon as the... So the, I think the little boy is has most of the opening seat. Interesting like, face. And I thought, I thought he was superb. Um, as soon as he spoke, when he was when when he was talking to the uh, in the opening scenes to the the woman giving the sermon in the street, loved that. That bit. moment was when I had to turn the subtitles on because we were watching with Anna. Because they were like, talking northern, they right? Were, they were, they were, don't blame the northerns, but yeah. Um, I thought that was a a very poignant, smart review from Jen. It was only undermined by the last sentence. It was a brilliant <laughs> film. I don't think anyone should watch it. It well, explores all these. I thought it was... You've got to remember, this, <laughs> is, a, like this is a kid's film, right? Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, it's a, okay. it's a family, family right. film at best, but it's, it's, it's aimed at children. And I think it's, it's almost unrelentingly dark. It is. There's... there's p- p- uh, thinking about what we were talking about earlier, it brings... Bad Moon Rising. To, to, there's, a, there's a sense of, of, of creeping uncertainty and um, threat about it, which I, I, found, I found almost the whole film pretty uncomfortable to watch. Mm. But uh, I think... Um, and I think that's deliberate. Sure. But I think that they're... they're Innocence is quite like realistically realised. That was one thing that Anna picked up on. Yeah, I think, and Anna, I think, enjoyed it so it's more that, than that me. Mix be- of the childhood innocence against the the real world, um, and, and so Anna, Anna enjoyed it more because she fell asleep for half of it <laughs> and didn't really miss anything. I, I think, um, but it's the the pacing of it is is it's 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 a very old style film yeah. like it's very heavily like orchestrated with yeah, the, the a soundtrack. repeating theme that is just like looping over and over yeah. for the entire 90 minutes where really it's a very small story and not that much happens so before before happens. we get to not our conclusions let's keep moving they let's... talk they find Jesus Christ not yeah, much happens they only he's just, not they, Jesus they only, he's just a fella they only talk about um um, um betrayal and they it's, it's allegorical Everything happens in it. All right. On that note, let's move on to our next voicemail. So we've got another voice message from Damien. Friend of the show. <laughs> Everyone's a friend of the show, man. Look, part of the sugary crew. Whee! I looked up Whistle Down the Wind on YouTube, briefly distracted by the Nick Haywood song of the same name. Wow, that took me back a few years. It's about three nosy feral kids who harbour a fugitive murderer from justice in the belief that he's Jesus Christ. This is what happens when the only school they seem to attend is Sunday school. It's a story of naive innocence and simple faith, or credulity, if you will. The type of thing that could kickstart a cult in some parts of the US. Not sure you could make this movie in quite the same way today, but it's nice to see what Bernard Lee was up to before he was James Bond's boss. Spoiler alert. In the end, we found out that faith has been misplaced and Alan Bates isn't the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. (laughs) He's not the Messiah. He's a very Very naughty naughty boy. boy. That was brilliant. I reckon everyone but us should start a podcast about (laughs) film reviews. 
We never sound anything like as as they've done their research. They have, and and they've actually written something to so, say. Again, which is something we Damon should probably try. Is, is um, gives a, a, a uh, interested, interesting thoughts on the film that he clearly enjoyed, right? Yeah. You didn't. No, I did not not enjoy it. I think, but it is so old-fashioned and kind of... I mean, I, I struggled with the pace of it a bit. Like, even though it wasn't, it wasn't actually a long film. Like, sometimes, you, sometimes you know, it's 90-minute running time. Like, did it, did it mean anything to you? Did you... Did you um... I know. I was going to really ask you more what, what you felt the actual moral... I mean, not the moral of the story actually is, other than, you know... I think well, it's it's what it's what Damien and Jenna both says and the innocence and misplaced faith and youth versus cynicism versus um there's a lot more um allegory there's a lot more religious allegory in there than I picked up the denial of Christ in in the playground is um doubting Thomas is it I don't know um it's the musical the carol um the bits that I thought dated most were the kind of slapstick comedy bits with mm. the um, the chap at the beginning who's who's got the bag of cats right. Mm. He's he's the, the the probably the only unconvincing character in the whole thing. He's just mm. he's comic effect and it could do without it completely. Doesn't work at all. Um, but I thought, God, the the subtle introduction of the fear of of like grooming and and sexual predators. By Bernard Lee's character, and even even the kind of uh, the overhang, the, the 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 hints of family abuse, right? Or oh, certainly family un- unhappiness, was were incredibly dark and incredibly um, sad making, right? Mm. Sad making, um, <laughs> but but the uh, like this preteen girl and the and the the, the Jesus Christ figure. Full of fear, as a as an adult watching it, I didn't. I I never felt that tension. I don't think between the unconscious Jesus man and the girl. Yeah. You know, like I mean, he was he was obviously hurt, and he was kind. Of, he he hardly said two words, and it, and it kind of became more obvious to him as time went on who they thought he was, mm. and but. I never actually felt that threatened by him. I didn't feel really. Okay. Like I mean, I don't know. I, I I think a modern film would have made it a lot more uncomfortable and sinister. Like it, it was kind of, you know, just like the fact that she was just, I guess, like you know, yeah, she's the proclaiming beauty. the love to him, that she loves him because she's convinced he's Jesus, and. He seems kind of confused by it. I don't think... I never felt that there was threat of any inappropriate behaviour from him. Like I don't, I don't necessarily think that there is... I mean, it's it's talked about. The father said, don't speak to strangers. And mm. there's, you know... Um, I think the priest is fantastic. I think the priest is funny trying to read his paper in the canteen and they're asking these theological questions. He's got yeah. no answer no. to <laughs> Superb. Um, I think a modern film would lay it on a lot more thick. Yes. And I, I think I think the film benefits from that hugely. I think it's subtle and um, intelligent in a way that perhaps is lost in filmmaking. Mm. But yeah, and I think 
I do. I do. So think... It looked beautiful as well. Mm. But the the pa- like I say that when I say the pacing of it, I think it's just there's a lot of quiet musical moments that the score is definitely. I think the score is, and and is the, very the dominant character are, are, are the most um, dated parts of it. Yeah. Um, the quality of it was quite good on YouTube. I thought. Yeah. Um, so we did. We also had a written review. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, more reminiscence, wasn't it? I haven't read it yet, so this Shall is I a couple. Yeah, you should read it. Who's this from? This is from Kaz. I have a brilliant memory of getting to school and finding half the school missing as coaches couldn't get through because of heavy snow, and instead of lessons, we watched Whistle Down the Wind in the morning and Billy Bud in the afternoon. We got sweets and lots of dinner. Which I think is a, a, a lovely... Whistle Down the Wind was a big film. What's Billy Budd? I've, I've got no idea. I've no idea. <laughs> Maybe what that'll be our next... Another film, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Another free-to-view film on it's YouTube. It's interesting, though, how, like, as children... And as a children's movie, like you say, it's, it's supposed to be... It's, it's actually pretty dark and about, like... Kids love dark. Like the whole thing about thinking that the murderer in the in the farm is Jesus. Like I think maybe I think because maybe maybe of the era there was more prominent uh, faith in the zeitgeist than I feel there is now, especially with children. We're, we're coming from a secular secular point yeah. of view, right? I, yeah. I think there is still strong faith around obviously but i think like to to a more a more faith focused i think i think community it, it, what, it, it what's almost the doesn't film actually matter saying? that it was jesus christ it could have been um anything right i mean jesus christ i don't know though it's, i think it's, it, it's, it does a, matter because like the, the entire thing is is i mean the, the entire no, thing is around I, the, I, was, I was thinking about if, if you were to do it today mm. it wouldn't be it'd be like will smith yeah, you, you know, it would, it would be... He's not Bill Swift. He's, he's just, just a, a fella. It's a great <laughs> line. It's, it's one of the great lines. Beautifully written and beautifully delivered. I think it says more about faith. I think you'd need to know, you'd need to be more well-versed in theology to get a lot of that from it. But mm. we, we touched on, you know, Anglicanism and not needing to believe in God. So we, you know, it's, it's, it had a lot to say about it. Mm. And I thought it was endlessly fascinating. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Six out of nine to six to nine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the six to nine. Um, like, I think, I think I'm, I'm with Jen. It's like all the stuff she said, including that I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to anyone to watch. What does that mean? What do you mean? What do you mean you wouldn't recommend it to anyone? Well, it's, I mean, I don't think I'll ever find myself going, oh, by the way, <laughs> whistle down the wind. That's what you need to seek out and watch. I mean, I don't even know if I'd say that about bloody Citizen Kane. I've never seen Citizen Kane. Well, there you go. Have I, you? Yeah, I have because I did media studies. But also, right. I don't think that I would say to you, you got to see, you got to see Citizen right. Kane. But maybe well, it goes you know, into the prob- language of, of of cinema, right? Yeah. And it goes into to the understanding of films that are made today can only be made today because they've been made on the back of mm. films going back to the Lumiere brothers. Sure, right? and I don't know if, if this film in particular has that sort of gravitas in the, 
in the lineage of it cinema. Does. does it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe in British cinema particularly. Definitely. Uh, uh, film, films of the 60s. No, films. this particular yeah, film. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, right, you, right, right. I, I think it would absolutely would. Right. I think it's it's would be mentioned. So, I, I mean, I don't know anything. Really, I should have done some research. <laughs> which I, yeah, I, I'm just unfamiliar with how this film fits into the big, right. larger story of cinema, especially British cinema. So it's produced by Richard Attenborough. Yeah. Your favourite, so, yeah, your favourite Attenborough, Chernobyl, Chernobyl. Um, it fits in. It's, it's in the lineage, right? Yep. In musical terms, it's it's like Rubber Soul, or or you know, it's it's. I know it'd be earlier than that, would it be? It'd be like um, Elvis's early late fifties stuff. It's it. It's part of the the story, but I, I it's not I, just. I'd a never heard of it. That's your and that means and that means it doesn't count. Anyway, I think we're going. We've we, probably have we whistled. I think we down may have the wind. whistled up and down. Well, the wind. I would recommend it to anyone. I thought it was delightful. I would if you and dark. I said it's. I know I've banged on about it being dark, <laughs> yeah. but it really surprised me. Um, so we'll be back next week. We will. Um, it's been jolly Should good fun. Should we watch fun. something made this century next week? Yes. Uh, just, I won't even go into what I've been watching this week, but um, I'll tell you after the show and you'll I have really to watch some I really want to know now. Bit. No, what, shall I say it? Yeah. We've been re-watching Six Feet Under. Oh, okay. We've yeah, only yeah. just finished the first season. Yeah. Um, and... Spoiler alert, I think it might just be... I, I've always said it's probably my favourite TV series mm. of all time. And watching it a second time, I don't think I disagree with my former <laughs> self. <laughs> I still think it's brilliant. I've decided I'm right. <laughs> and on that note... No, I, what have you been watching this week, James? What have you been watching this Thank week, you. James? I've been watching the Dice Towers 100 Greatest games series. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thoroughly enjoying it. Brilliant. How do you get? What number do you get up I'm to? I'm up to like forty-eight at the moment. Wow. Yeah, I've played. That's dedication. Half a dozen of them. <laughs> well, that's more than smarty pant books that you've read yeah, from yeah, the other yeah, list, yeah, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. We'll see you next week for another sugary brew. Okay. okay bye. bye. Have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea.